Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Everyone, welcome home, church family. We have missed you guys more than you know, and it's so good to see all of your smiling faces in the house of God today. And I just have something to tell you this morning. For the last three years, Renee and I have been searching for a home. And as real estate agents, we see tons of properties, and we made several offers over the years, and each time they were rejected. Each time we were disappointed. Well, there was one house that we offered 30000 over the asking price a couple years ago, and you know what the seller said? That's too much money. And they went with a lower offer. Wait, what? So, again, thank you, Jesus. Some offers we made were never even acknowledged, and we never heard back. And I always said, well, if this isn't for us, Just imagine what God has in store. He often wants more for us than we're willing to settle for, and we're willing to settle for less. Well, last year, we made an offer on one home, and we were certain that it would be for us. Like, I was shopping online certain, (laughs) but it wasn't. We got super close, but God closed the door. And I'll never forget grieving over that closed door. It took a full day of bawling my eyes out at my desk between phone calls and emails at work to finally release it. Imagine if there would have been a fly on the wall watching. What a hot mess. Hello. And then, (laughs) right? Not that dramatic, but you know, hot mess. Well, shame on me. If God closes a door, it is not for you. If God closes a door in your life, it is not for you. Well, in February, just a few months ago, before we all went into quarantine, I couldn't sleep one night, and I came across a home. Well, the pictures really caught my attention, and so I scrolled through them, and then the next morning when I woke up, I showed Renee, and she agreed that there was something special about it. So, We reached out to the listing agent for the property, and we asked if we could see it. Nope. I'm like, great. Okay, why? We've already received 14 offers in the last three days, and so if you guys want to make an offer sight unseen, you're welcome to, but we're, we're done. We're not opening the home anymore. So that gave us one option. Did we want to make an offer sight unseen or not? Well, we decided to move forward with an offer, We did it, and we prayed for God's perfect will. Well, the seller, after we made an offer, allowed us to come by and see it. And we took our parents with us, and it was every bit as beautiful as the pictures. Well, we gave our best offer first. In fact, it was the most that we could offer. And I, being the little spender that I am, boy, if, it, if I have a $5 bill in my pocket, I'm looking for something to buy at the store. <laughs> I just, I'm a spender. So, but we made our best offer, 
and it was the most that we could offer, but me being the spender that I am, I tried to push to offer more, and my wise mother reminded me that if it's meant to be ours, we would have it at what we could afford. God's perfect will will never be uncomfortable. It will be easy. So we gave our best offer, and the wait to hear back began. And while we waited, I started daydreaming about everything I was going to do to the house to make it my own. You can imagine my disappointment when we received word that we did not get the house again. This time, they, they went with a much higher offer. Wait, what? But I already have my curtains picked out. Like, did they not know that? Is that what's happening? I'm invested. <laughs> well, my mother, being the pillar of faith that she is, said, again, you only want the perfect will of God. And if this isn't for you, just imagine what he has in store. Well, just to be on the safe side, we reached out to the agent and we asked her to hold our offer for backup in case the buyer didn't work out and the house should fall out of escrow. She agreed to hold our offer as backup and I began to pray, daily, hourly, every few minutes, for this house that I still believed was going to be my home. And you better believe I watched the status of that home like it was my part-time job. <laughs> Having faith every day that it was gonna fall out of escrow. Well, get this. It did. The status switched from under contract, which, which lets us know that it's unavailable, to on hold. Hmm? Well, we jumped on that phone faster than you can whistle Dixie with the listing agent, fully thinking that it was ours. We had it in the bag. The first escrow fell through, and we had already asked the agent to use our, hold our offer as backup, so where do I sign? Well, you can imagine our disappointment again when the listing agent informed us that there was still one more buyer that had offered higher than we did, and they too asked that their offer be held as backup. So they opened escrow for a second time with the second buyer in line, not us. I've always been a one prayer kind of a girl. I asked God for something just once, and I believe that he heard me the first time. Well, that one prayer mentality went right out the window on this one. Because every five minutes, I was like, Lord, wouldn't it be so cool if you blessed us with this house? Well, it was the Sunday after we learned that the sellers were moving forward with the second highest offer that Joel Reveille spoke to our congregation. And after service was over, Renee and I went up to him and asked him to pray over us. And guess what he prayed for? The impossible made possible. We had not told a soul. I went home that afternoon and I told my parents, I receive it. The impossible made possible. So much of my life is the impossible made possible. On my own, I am weak, but with God, all things are possible. 
So I was like, we receive it, Brother Reveille. Thank you. Blessings. God bless you and God bless America, right? Every day I prayed. I call God dad because he's my father. And each day I would pray, dad, wouldn't it be so awesome if you would bless us with this house? The impossible made possible. It would be a miracle. Well, Brother Arnold and Sister Arlene, members of this church, are more of a blessing than they will ever know. And one service, Brother Arnold mentioned in passing that he felt like God put something on his heart to share with me and that he would wait for the right time. It wasn't but a Sunday or two after that when he asked if I had a minute before service. So we sat down together and he told me a great many things. But the one thing that he told me that brought me to tears and spoke right to my heart was this. Pray one prayer. Stop yanking God's shirt. He knows what you want. One prayer and prepare yourself for the blessing. Get your house in order. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. He knows what you want. Stop yanking on his shirt. One prayer and prepare yourself for the blessing. Again, I hadn't told a soul. Thanks to Brother Arnold's obedience in delivering that word, I got the message loud and clear. I vowed not to ask God again, and I got my house in order. Still, I'm human. (laughs) I would think about it. I would daydream about it. I would envision it, but I'm like, okay, I'm not going to mention it again. Well, one day I was sitting at work, and I was impressed by God with Exodus 33:17, and it's a scripture I memorized long ago, but he brought it to remembrance. And it says, And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing that you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Thank you, Jesus. And I felt like God was telling me, I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. I was moved to tears. Again, if they're watching me at my office, they're probably like, is that girl okay? Because I'm just (laughs) praying at my desk. And I was moved to tears, and I went to this huge whiteboard we have at our office, and I wrote out that scripture in big print, and I claimed it. And then I released it to God, remembering that all things work together for good. And I knew more than anything, I desired God's perfect will over my life, more than a house, more than stuff. I want the peace of God that passes all understanding and his perfect will in my life. Well, about a month later, the first Sunday that we broadcasted live here from the church during quarantine, we finished service and packed up to go. And my sister walked up to me with her cell phone extended and handed me her phone. It was a text from the listing agent, and I'm going to read it to you. Good morning, Renee. I'm reaching out about the property. We have just canceled our escrow. The buyer panicked over the current state of circumstances. Let me know if you're at all interested still. I know this is a very worrisome time for many people. Hope you're well and safe. That's buyer number two. The buyer panicked over the current state of circumstances. 
this is a very worrisome time for many people. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I wasn't worried. You see, I don't look to worrisome times or an uncertain environment. I'm looking to Jesus. I'm not looking to the storm. I'm looking to the peacemaker. I'm not looking to the store shelves. He's my supplier. I'm not looking to my company. He's my provider. And I'm not searching for a way. He is the way. I'm not looking for man's approval. I'm looking unto Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. How many open doors do we miss out on because we take our eyes off the master? If God opens the door, he will see you through. Well, when we got that text right over here in this hallway, we were jumping up and down. You see, by the grace and mercies of Christ alone, the impossible was made possible. God blessed us with a home. And we still can't believe it. I keep waking up like, is it? Oh, I'm still here. It's not a dream. It's a blessing. I can't believe it. I mean, I can, but you know, my goodness. Impossible made possible. It's a miracle. Well, we found out later that 250 people came to the open house. And when it was all said and done, 22 offers were made on that house. But God, if it's for you, you will have it. If it's from him, then it's for you. Impossible made possible, even in seasons of famine, even in times of uncertainty, they that know their God. And all we're required to do is seek ye first his kingdom. It's that simple. And all these things will be added to you. If you just seek him first, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Would you just stand with me this morning? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.